broadcast are those of the host slash guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Friday night, y'all. It's another Friday night, another freaky Friday night. This Skyline Radio Talk Show. I'm your host, Mark. I got my co-host, special guest co-host right here. Introduce yourself, Miss Lady. Hey, everyone. It's Letitia Higgs of the Diva Effect, Inc. I'm so happy to be here today, and this is going to be an exciting show. You're going to kill me. Why? I forgot to write down what I sent you as far as what we were going to talk about today. No, you did. I think you did text me about relationships, right? Right. But I forgot to write it down. Oh, my God. So <laughs> you, you, you're going to have to take the lead, and I'm going to have to feed off you. Now, I just think you're saying that because you want to eat. Uh, oh no, <laughs> you want to take no. that break to eat. No. Mm -hmm. I'm not hungry. Well, hello, Tori. Welcome to the show. Madam, how are you guys tonight? We're doing good. And then yourself? I'm fabulous. I do appreciate you guys having me. This is my first podcast experience, and I've been looking forward to it. So I'm so excited. Okay. Where you at? I'm in my house, man. Where you at? We don't see you. Well, I know. I turned my camera off. I just got in the house. You don't want to see me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just came out from a long day of doing stuff. So, you know. Nah, not right now. <laughs> okay. So, right, so let's get into it. I'm excited. <laughs> so I'm pulling up the... All right. I'm pulling up what Sir Mark sent me, some of the topics today. Okay. And I know we're going to... Um, have a conversation about relationships. And before we got in on, I don't know, should we, should we continue that conversation we had earlier? Yeah, keep it going. <laughs> keep it clean. What does, our, clean. Uh, what does our producer say? What does the producer say? Do it, do it, do it. Okay, yeah. so we because y'all y'all was actually getting ready to go in on that. So right. yeah. <laughs> So we were talking about, okay, so we were listening to R. Kelly's 19, which y'all call it his 19 minute thing called song. I made it. I'd never heard it before. Look, I'm all out of it because I'm, I didn't even know he was able to produce a radio while he's got it. Okay. So, 
<laughs> it's like, okay, wow. All right, he did a radio, I mean, a album. Yeah. So, um, so he, uh, I'm listening to this, and then we got into the conversation about, um, is it more, because in some societies, you know, young men marrying young girls, it's acceptable. And then we got into the conversation of how um, R. Kelly was never convicted of um, any wrongdoings of a minor. And then we talked about, you know, we talked about that. And then we, I guess the conversation or the topic was whether or not we feel that uh, um, having sex with a, 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 a with someone that's at their under a certain age is that moral? Like, it, wh where's the moral standard in that? I guess I can say, where's the moral standard when it comes to sexual um, encounters with someone of a certain age? Like, where? Where does does it stop at eighteen? You know, can we does the, the do we draw the line at sixteen? Because in some states, consent is at you know is even at uh, to the age of sixteen, and I think marks in in one or two states, consent is at the age of fifteen. So where where does the moral where do we draw the moral line? Am I right? Am I right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was a perfect synopsis. All right. <laughs> so, Tori, what do you think? All right, because I have a really, really uh, big and strong personality about or opinion about this one. It's nasty and it's predatory. And I'm only going to say this straight out because you got to think, um, you know, when we're younger, we don't really have that sexual or emotional intelligence in order to be messing with somebody older than us. You know, like our brains, they're always constantly developing. And let's, I'm just going to throw out numbers here. If you have a 25-year-old man messing with a 16-year-old girl, just in general, that what do y'all have to talk about? Like Y'all can't even go to the same places. You can't take her to the bar. It's weird. And I think a lot of times that's why a lot of women feel like men are creeps and can say that as a blanketed statement. Because if you think it's okay to screw a child, I don't, I just don't understand. And for especially men who have daughters or like young female family members, it's very weird. And imagine if someone was doing that to your child. Mm. And think about all those times when I was in high school and all the kids, little girls thought it was cool because they were being fast then, but they would have boyfriends that were like 30 years old coming to pick them up. And I always thought that was very weird. It's creepy and it's, it's just not okay. It's just not okay. My thoughts are your brain, you know, scientifically, the skull, because, you know, when we're born, our skull is not completely, what's the, the I think it's sutra or something they said, it's not completely together like this, you know, until we get to a certain age. So it, it allows the baby to pass through the birth canal easily. But then as we get older, our skull becomes more solid, right? So, yeah. and then our brain is not fully developed until um, scientifically, they say, I think around 24, 25, and the skull is completely, I can't think of the word that they said, but it's not until 24, 25. That means that, to me, when you are having sex at that early age, you know, and not having a full understanding of the, the, or having, as you said, the emotional intelligence of it, and then having a full understanding of what's happening and your body is still developing. Yep. That means your body and your mind and your brain is developing itself around something that you still don't have a complete understanding, a concept of. So then when you become an adult, 
your brain has now developed and, and skull and everything your the body has developed around um misinformation mis you know misinformation about what sex is you know and so now that's why you have a whole bunch of adults running around you know um being uh you know being disrespectful to one another as it relates to how they treat their bodies and each other's bodies and things like that because when they're young they're forming these 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 opinions or they're forming these experiences that their body is too young their mind is too young to grasp and i yeah. think you're doing a miss you're doing it's to me i think it's a disservice i think it's just horrible to me that when we're allowed, you know, when I hear about young children having sex at such an age where they their body doesn't, you know, is still developing, their brain is still developing. So I think for me, I just feel like the fact that our bodies are still developing. And just because, as Mark, you said it earlier, is because a girl has a period at a young age, her body is still going through the develop going still developing. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Her mind is still developing. She's not a woman yet because she does not have that full understanding of what that sexual experience is. You know, her mm -hmm. body is still trying to figure out, well, what's, what's, what is this? You know, that's why you have a lot of these kids growing up fighting what they, how they feel as it relates to whether or not they, I, I remember I had a student that was in fifth grade and she was wrestling with her sexual identity so much, you know, and I felt bad for her because she was she was having suicidal ideations because of it, oh, wow. you know, and a lot of it. I'm wondering, you know, this is like I'm wondering I have always wondering, like what if our bodies at that young age and experiencing that you're you're trying to understand your own sexual identity and if someone is taking advantage of you you know what i mean how do you form a good uh, a, a good opinion or how do you form a make a good choice of you know this is what i like i prefer this sex over that sex mm -hmm. if someone is taking over you know manipulating your body at such a young age exactly and i just always keep thinking of that young lady because I, at fifth grade having suicidal ideations because she was wrestling with that and i don't think anybody should have any I don't care what age, you know, whatever they choose to, um, whatever sex that they choose to, uh, that they uh, choose to, uh, that they're attracted to. I just think mm -hmm. it's, it's just sad that she had that, I, you know, they had that identity crisis, you know, because of whatever she was going through. But I just imagine if someone, you know, having their body manipulated by an older person and, and, and they're still trying to figure out what do I like? What do I prefer? You know, that's just me. That's my thoughts. I know I said a lot. <laughs> Mark, what do you think? I'm curious as the man. Yeah, so you over there chomping down. Yeah. <laughs> it's sad how society is. It's sad how society doesn't accept it, but accepts it. Look. Me and my brother came up, not sheltered, not nowhere near close to being sheltered. My 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 second family, my brothers and sister were were not sheltered by far. But we weren't out here doing things that we weren't supposed to do. Now, 
None of us are from a broken home. And I'm tired of everyone trying to blame it on a broken home. So what you're saying is whether the man's in the life or not, whether the mother's in the life or not, or whether they're both in the life or not, there's not a strong man and a strong woman in that child's life that, that can't raise that child the way that child needs to be nurtured mm-hmm. as a child becoming a man or woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can say whatever I want about my son's mother, but I'm not going to. For what? If he asks me, I'll answer him. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to lie. For what? Because at the end of the day, he can find out whatever. My, I call them my my step-twin daughters. If they wanted to know anything, I would tell them if I had the right. Um, I always picked and choose my battles with them because at the end of the day, they're not my kids. But their mother will tell you to this day, and she's probably going to shake her head yes if she's in, on here listening. They're still my babies. And every time I talk to her, I ask her, how my babies? If I could go back and change life, I would. I would have done things differently. But that's neither here nor there and not what we're talking about. So we're not going to go there. But like I've had neighbor, I had a neighbor 12 years old, had a baby. So what the hell was she doing at 10, 11 years old before she even got pregnant? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go into in-depth information because then if, it, if there is anyone listening, they know who I'm talking about. If I wanted a name drop, I just throw a name out there, but I don't do that. And I'm not going to do that on this show. I also had another neighbor that her nickname was the Neighborhood Mattress. Mm. But what the parents weren't doing was focusing on the middle daughter and the younger daughter. Now, this girl at this time is like 16. The next the next daughter's like 13. And the daughter after that is 10. This girl that's 10 is now 11, 12 years old. She got grown ass men meeting her up the street at the mailbox. Like, are you serious? So it's like you have to ask yourself, though, for that young of an eight, that young. You know what I'm saying? Your body, she's she's forming an opinion. She's forming a thought about incorrect thoughts about sex because somebody manipulated her body at a young Mm -hmm. age whether it was through molestation or she was you know she in her mind thought she was experimenting for sex with someone who was actually taking advantage of her but the fact that she had this incorrect thought and incorrect feel you know i don't want to say incorrect feeling but these incorrect thoughts around sex and so when she gets older, she's doing these things. And it's sad because now society looking at her like this fast tail girl. But when mm-hmm. all of it really happened was somebody took advantage of her when she was younger. And now she has these thoughts about sex. That's incorrect. Right. Exactly. And I wanted to touch on the fast thing, too, because a lot of people will say that, oh, the girl's being fast, this, that, and the other. But at the end of the day, the male party is an adult. 
okay and there becomes a point where people have to be accountable for their actions and i'd actually really honestly would like to know uh like i would like to hear from the friends of these men who are dating these young girls because you know they know something they might just shake their head and be like oh that's how he is but i think it's also the friends and family's accountability to say something to these people like what are you doing let them know it's not okay you know what i mean like everyone's just like sweeping it under the rug oh that's how so and so is no and it also reminds me when you said fast girls it reminds me of like when you're younger as little girls when they say oh go put some pants on because so and so is around how about you tell that man stop being a pervert because i'm seven years old why do i have to go bust my seven-year-old body has to go cover up i'm not even developed yet why is it why do you have this man in the house if you know he has those proclivities and say why is it my fault? Say what? Say, say that last comment again. Say it loud. Understand, but why is it my fault? Like, why am I the victim when you know this man has these bad proclivities? Do not have these people around. You are creating a space for me as a child that is not safe. And then mm -hmm. now you're making me feel like my body is the problem when all I did was exist. Number so, one, number part. two, <laughs> you said it, but you didn't say it. Your body is not developed. So what is attracting you to my undeveloped body? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like all the things that it's we know sickness. to be sexualized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You can't make excuses for it. You can't say, oh, she's got big tips or whatever, because nope, I'm not even wearing a training bra. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? This, like, come on, guys. The sad part about it, though, it's a vicious cycle because nine times out of because when i think who was r kelly did also say when i forgot when that he was wasn't he like abused or something like that uh molested by his sister yeah. so yeah. that so then that it's it's a vision nine times like for instance as a teacher as i'm an educator so one of the things that we have to look out for one of the telltale signs we know that when someone is has been um is being molested or dealing with sexual abuse or some type of sexual trauma is how they relate to other children, right? So like a red flag to me is when I see a girl being over-sexual, you know, beyond mm -hmm. knowing things that she shouldn't know at that age. So a lot of times people that have been molested or have something has happened to them, you know, they go in and then they, be, they perpetrate the same type of um, actions on someone else. You know, they were once victims. And so it's like this vicious cycle where, you know, they were, they were once victims. Now they make somebody else a victim. And then that victim does the same thing to somebody. So it just keeps going on and on and on. And it's just like, you know, it's it's something. That's why I said it starts where when these things are happening to children at a young age before their brain is developed, then they become adults that don't know how to have healthy sexual experiences with people <laughs> with say it again don't know how to control the urges if they fall if they decide to go down that route or oh, just I, have I, healthy I sexual experiences urges, but eventually eventually you don't fight that urge and you act on impulse you know what i'm saying so but i think that urge comes from like i said having unhealthy sexual experiences or sexual trauma at a at a young age you know it's just something is something that's going on in your brain where it, it developed around 
that unhealthy experience and now you're perpetrating that or you're doing that with other people and it's it's scary it's very very scary and it's not just though it's not because i'm as an as a educator you guys will be surprised how many male students i have had that have been the victim of sexual trauma or sexual abuse i wouldn't mm -hmm. be surprised and it's sad it's real sad it's sad it's sick and it just makes you mad because that's how many you know Yep. Think about how many you don't know. Right. How many students you see every day that you know or you have an idea or you have a question mark thinking. But think mm -hmm. about all the kids that you see every day that you don't know. Right. Like you know, I and, and a lot of times people think it's if I say a boy that I, I you know, I've had students, male students that have been victims of sexual trauma or sexual abuse they're thinking another man may do it but in many cases it was another woman and like mm -hmm. i've met guys that to me and this is what i don't get i've met guys where um for whatever reason women get to me they like that they they tell me all their whole life story i don't know if i'm that person where they feel comfortable with doing that but i have met many men that um they at one point they were womanizers or they they went went through a lot of women so the first thing i asked them was how do you lost your virginity and they're talking about nine ten yep. twelve and i'm like and i'm like yep. could you even get it up like <laughs> but then but then they tell me it was to someone that was like 16 17 18 and so then I'm like, this is why he is what he is, why he is what he is with women, because it's but but to his boys, to his boys, oh yeah yeah you the man you 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 know you had this older woman this that and the other to his friends you know that that's a big thing that's a good thing, but if it was reversed and it happened to a woman, she you home. know what I mean? We're gonna look for that man and want to put him in jail. But where are these women that need to be in jail? That's having sex with these boys that's too young. Exactly. I'm so happy you said that. I am so, so happy you said that. Because <laughs> a lot of the times people don't touch on that at all. And the women are equally as nasty as the men. Okay. We're not we're not gonna pick sides on this one. Everybody's nasty in their own way. <laughs> we just need to keep that in mind. That's all. Yeah. It's so sad. It's, sad. it's almost even worse, I think, when women do it because, in my opinion, I like you just said, it, it's like a vicious cycle. But I feel like those women who do it have been a victim themselves. So now it's like you're doing it in a weird way. Now you want to have this control over these young boys. Like mm -hmm. today, I was I was talking to a friend, and he said he went to a club he shouldn't have been in at the age of 16, and he told the women there how old he was. And for some reason, him telling the truth made them want him even more which is very strange. And they were sexualizing in the sense they're saying, oh, my baby wants another drink. My baby this, my baby that. Yes. How odd. Mm. Wow. That's very strange. And buying like, him drinks? Yes, mm. yes. Wow. Bumping this boy full of drinks. Like they need to go straight to jail. That is yes. not okay. <laughs> because we <laughs> conditioned. Yes, because we conditioned, society is conditioned to make it seem like it's okay for men, for boys. To be able, you know, that in their mind, it's like the boys, it, it, you know, it's good for the boys because they having that older woman experience. But no, it's still wrong. It's still mm -hmm. rape. It's still wrong. You know, it's but, a certain level of trauma to it as well. 
Yes. And it affects other. And that's why you end up having women that, you know, go through things with some, you have men that, you know, end up being womanizers and things like that and don't even understand why they're doing these things to women. Because these early sexual experiences that, you know, society told them it was okay was actually sexual trauma. You know, mm-hmm. we got to stop learn le- labeling things that is that is actual traumatic, labeling it as a good thing. Like you know, labeling these early sexual experiences for boy. Oh, that's great. He lost it. No, that's a that's his body wasn't ready for that. His mind wasn't ready for that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I can't tell you. I mean, so many guys that I know that have ran through women. All of them had very early sexual experiences, very early sexual experiences. And I'm not saying that with every guy they're going to do had an early sexual experience is going to, you know, run through women like that. I'm not saying that. It just so the people that I've met had very early sexual experiences. But that that was that that was a I think that was a really deep. Uh, we got real deep on that one. What y'all think? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wanted to touch on one final thing if we're about to change the subject, but when you mentioned earlier about how, you know, they it's accepted for an older man to be with a younger woman in other countries, even if you just take that, there is no logical explanation for their pairing other than for her to procreate, right? So it's been made a sexual situation from the jump. They are not in love. They don't have anything in common. She is literally there to most likely be that man's like servant to wait on him hand and foot and to bear his children at age 12. And that's and a, a problem. Lot, <laughs> yeah. A lot of cases, these girls don't want that. That's why a, a lot of them don't want it. A lot, mm-hmm. I mean, when I look at documentary and different things, they don't want that. You can see if they don't want that. They look so miserable. Yes. I mean, you have, you have a 12 year old, you about to get married to a 50 year old. Like. She said, <laughs> And he just looking at you with hungry eyes. Yes. No, thanks. Mm. (laughs) So I got one for you. Let's lighten it up. Let's lighten it up a little bit. (laughs) So one of the topics that Mr. Mark sent us, Sir Mark, who's grubbing down, (laughs) deep carbon conversation starters for a couple. Deep Mm. conversation. Like, I guess what you're asking is, what are some conversation starters to uh, get started deep? Well, how deep do you want to get in when you first start <laughs> in uh, 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 when you first meet someone? But it says for a couple. You saying for a couple, or are you talking about when you first meet someone? We can do both. What hmm. you think, Tori? Well, see, I have opinions on both ends because I'm I'm a weird dater. Like I like to get stuff out the way real fast. <laughs> So, you know, we can go either way. I have an opinion on everything. Okay. So, all right. Well, how about we go? Um, what do you guys think are some topics? Like, what would turn you off hearing when you first meet somebody? What are some topics that you like? Okay, I, I th- that's too soon to have that conversation. Hmm. Um. Come on now. I'm going to say moving in. I'm going to say moving in. Moving in with someone. I recently had this chat. And uh, mind you, I've only known this dude for a week, but he is completely smitten. However, I I don't believe in doing anything like that until we're in love and this, that, and the other. 
just because my space, my home is very important to me. That is where I lay my head. That's where I get my peace. Now, if you, I just met you, I don't know how well you can provide peace for me. So unless I know that until I see how you live, you can't come up in my space and I don't want to be up in yours. Because half the time I do enjoy being alone. I am one of those people who is very content with myself. I could be alone for days and I have a problem. Okay. <laughs> now, as soon as, no, for real, you know me, you know me. I can be up in there, mind my, mind my business and not talk to nobody and be chilling. But if you come in my space, <laughs> just, I don't care what you do. You can look at me wrong and I'm ready for you to get the hell out. <laughs> so like that, no, really, really, because you know, I'm finicky. So I need to make sure that you are the person that I can see myself with. Like if I can't fart in front of you, you cannot be up in here. <laughs> you know what? Speaking of fart, let me, okay. I know this is changing a little bit, but y'all, I can't do that in front of a guy. I can't. The only person I've ever done that around was my ex-husband. And let me tell you, I have had a, I have had bad stomach cramps because, <laughs> because I will hold it in. Better not hold it. You end up in the hospital. You end up in the uh -huh. hospital. <laughs> the only person I've ever felt comfortable around was my ex-husband. That was the only person. I wouldn't do it unless it was an accident, but like when you sleep, you know, you eat too many eggs, you just don't know. You just need somebody to be cool about that if it happened, though. <laughs> but guys, they be broken out like bad. the second date. Oh my God. And I just stare at them real hard. That means I'm comfortable yeah. around you, girl. I'm like, no, that's nasty. <laughs> it's too soon. That's a, that's a deep true. conversation. It's right, too that's soon. a deep conversation. Yeah, that's too Look. soon. I'll let it come out quietly, but I'm not going to hold it. Uh-uh. Stomach problems running my family. Right. The only thing that I feel uncomfortable, not saying I won't do it, I try to hold it. But the only thing I feel uncomfortable is if I'm at your house the first, second, or third time. Because, you know, once once you hit the third time, you no longer guess. You know where everything else, where okay. everything is, just ask, and, and I'll let you help yourself. But the only thing I have a problem with or feel uncomfortable with before the third time I've been to your place, is if I got to do the boo-boo. <laughs> if I got the boo-boo, we got a problem. You better go to the oh gas station, God. homie. <laughs> now that, I just be like, look, I leave. I'll be like, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta, oh, I forgot, I, I got something, like, you know, I gotta go ahead and do something. Like, I'll make up something. <laughs> That's so true, though, because you just don't do that. And then you're going to end up in one of those weird situations where you either can't flush the toilet, ain't got no toilet paper, just something oh, weird. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. 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 So, so, so when you were talking about uh, moving in, right, so mm -hmm. how soon is it to, how, how early is it too early? Am I saying it right? How soon is too How soon, soon, is too to, soon have, to move in? No, to have a conversation about sex. I don't think I ever had. Too soon. You never, it's never too soon. So even like on a oh, first okay. conversation? Yeah, let's check. <laughs> so, but okay, uh, specifically about what? Like what would be... Expectations. Okay. Because I'm telling you, I'm very straight up. I'm very straightforward. I don't like to waste my time or my energy with anything, okay? So I think it's better to get it out the way. Like, if first day, if I'm talking to somebody and they're like, oh, I'm a virgin. You got to go. We can't have this conversation no more. We can't talk no more because that's wasting my time. You know what I mean? I like to get it out the way. Like, if you're a vanilla person, 
still, I can't talk to you wasting my time. I'm very chocolate. You know what I mean? So as long as we understand that we're at least on the same level and know that our sexual life will be fun or at least something that we can grow and make it fun, then cool. But if it's not, you got to go. Okay. What about you, Mark? I agree. <laughs> Um, I mean, who the who the hell want to buy the I've ever had, I don't think I've ever in life had a conversation regarding sex before having sex. I've had conversations about sex after, <laughs> whether it be the first or the tenth time. We've had them conversations after the fact, but I don't think I've ever had that that conversation before the fact. Okay. It's more pertinent for women, honestly, because I think we care more about catching a body than most men do. <laughs> you know, it means more to us to have someone inside of us as opposed to getting yourself inside of someone. Well, I'll speak um, for myself. I I feel that way. <laughs> What's your thoughts, Mark? On? What she just said, what Tori just said. Say it again, Tori. I'm basically saying that I think women care more about catching a new body than most men. When you say catching, what do you mean by catching anybody? Oh, I mean, I'm sorry, have sex with a new person. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm old, so you know. <laughs> My opinion, that's a catch-22. True. Um. I'm not most guys. I'm not the typical guy. I'm not the average dude. I'm not from here. I move different. I talk different. I walk different. <laughs> I was single for 14 years. 14? 13? 13 years. Almost 14. When I met my ex. And if she's listening, she will agree. We had issues. We didn't have arguments and and um uh, what they call debates. We generally were good for each other, good to each other. But we had other issues where it counted, and it's both our fault. Um. Because I don't think either one of us were totally honest with the other one. Um, it's not. It's not what it was. It was the abundance or lack of the of. Mm -hmm. um, on different on different scenarios. Um, me being single. I was a little selfish. Um, I loved her. I loved her wholeheartedly. I didn't think I'd ever love that hard again. I loved so hard that it hurt. Um, mm -hmm. But that's Gemini's. You know, we mm -hmm. love and we love hard. Um, but, you know, it's, it's like when I met her, we had a connection. Um, I saw something in her that caught my eye. Um, we hung out, we had good conversation. We were at an event. I'm not going to say which one because then I'll be name dropping. Um, not 
physically name dropping, but you know what I mean. But you know, we we had we had a lot of fun. I enjoyed her time, her her company. I learned a lot from her as a woman. Um there's just there's there's a lot of things about her that I can't say. One, because it's on the radio. Two, it'd be putting too much of both our, our business out there. But we our relationship took uh a hard left turn and our our relationship turned into a glorified friendship is basically mm -hmm. what happened. Um I don't think we were both totally honest the last few months of our relationship. So we grew apart more or less. Um, when, when I found out that we were in trouble, that's when I tried and tried and tried, but it was already too late. All we were pretty much doing was wasting each other's time. When she wanted to call it quits, I should have said, all right, it's done. It's over with. Um, you didn't know you were in trouble before then, though? Like, nah, because love makes you do dumbass shit. What they say, love makes you do some dumbass shit. And when you're not paying attention, you don't see the red flags. Um, but again, it's... I'm not going to say it's all her fault. I'm not going to say it's all my fault. It's mutual. We had a clean breakup. We were cool for a few months after the fact. You know what I mean? We hung out once or twice, maybe three times. Um, but I think where we went wrong, again, when she initially wanted to call it quits, I should have I should have said, all right, it's done. Um, and And had some some um what do they call that after a breakup boundaries mm -hmm. um immediately put up some boundaries and if there was anything within our friendship that we could have salvaged then i think we probably could have but i think we broke boundaries by trying to stay together versus helping anything and years down the road we don't even deal with each other if we see each other we see each other we barely speak um i think we've had a decent conversation maybe twice maybe three times mm. since, since right before mm. covid happened so, I mean, I've seen her and acted like she wasn't there. She's seen me and whether or not she acted like I was there or not, she didn't acknowledge me. So I think I'm just like her and I think she's just like me. If I see her, I see her. If I don't, that's good too. And it is what it is. You know what I mean? No hard feelings, no, no bad blood. Um, people always ask, you know, whether it's whether it's family, it's friends, exes, jobs, whatever the case may be. When you're done, you're done. Would you ever go backwards? You say you never mm -hmm. taken a, a, a job that you walked away from. If I walked away from it, there was a reason. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not going back to that. Um, because nine times out of ten, ain't shit change, ain't shit gun change. <laughs> um, friends, when I wash my hands of you, I'm not getting my hands dirty again. Right. Be thankful I haven't said yet that, as far as I'm concerned, you're dead to me. If I say that, I pray to God I never see you again, ever in life. Um, and I've said that to one person. And I think I've seen him once in 14 years. And I'm quite happy with that. Um, God is good. God will get you <laughs> people out your life for free if you hey. let them. Yeah, but we got to be smart enough not to bring them back in. Um, yep, that's what some people do. I've always been asked that last, that last and final question. Would you ever take an ex back? There's three women that I would take back in a heartbeat. But there's got to be a valid conversation, an in-depth conversation. Um, you know, straight honesty, nothing but truths, no holes barred, no, no, no holding any cards. Throw every single 52 card out there. Throw the jokers out there. Throw the instructions out there. Hell, throw the box out there, too. Because <laughs> we got to have an understanding as to why we're willing to go back down this route when we never try to make it work or even try to, to, to make a friendship work. Why are we here now? You know what I'm saying? Um, two of the three are older than me. One's, one's my... Um, Twin, daughter, twin stepdaughter's mother and one's 10 years older than me and one is my ex. Um, have I ever taken an ex back? Nope. Have I ever wanted to take an ex back? Nope. Um, I'm satisfied with a friendship. Uh, at the end of the day, will will anything ever happen? That's in God's, that's, that's God's law. You can't control who you who you're gonna who you're gonna end up with, who you're gonna fall for, who who you're gonna be attracted to, who you're gonna catch feelings for. Um, but at the end of the day, when it comes to an ex, do I have any desires? No. Um, because it's like you're meeting someone new, but you already know so much about them. You know what I mean? You're an ex for a reason, and you don't you don't want to say too much about an ex because you don't want to put too much of your or their or your relationship business out there. Um, so I'm gonna just leave it at that because I'm gonna start going into more in depth about individuals that I don't want to do. Um, but you said something about um, you said something I want to touch on um, boundaries. You know. Um, a lot of, you know, I think a lot of reasons why we have not just romantic relationships, but why friendships and things, you know, we don't like to set um, boundaries. clear boundaries with people. Mm -hmm. Or we set the boundary line and then we move it. 
you know, I'm reading this book now. It's right in front of me. It's called Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud. It's a really good book. So, um, and I mean, even sending sending down, that's sending, not the one you sent me, is it? No, you know, I'm always sending you different books. I love, I love <laughs> to read. I, I, I'm big on personal development. Um, one thing I've learned, I think this is what I was trying to say the last time and I forgot. But one thing I've learned that um, my pastor say is that the best, the biggest investment you can make is an investment in yourself. That's mm-hmm. what I probably was trying to say the last time I was in the show and I forgot what I was trying to say. But yeah, I'm very big on um, personal development. You know, I'd rather spend money on developing myself before I spend money on putting money on my, on clothes, like expensive clothes and all that other stuff, because that's not going to get me further in life than what I'm putting up here. But anyway, mm-hmm. so um, boundaries. So when it comes to like, I even had to learn to set clear boundaries with my mom. Like I had to do it. Like I, I just had to do it. So um, when it comes to relationships, or when it comes to dating, what are some clear boundaries that need to be made so that it can develop into a healthy relationship? You know what I mean? And like, where where are you guys? Like, yeah, where where are some boundaries that you like that you need to set so that it can develop into something more? And where have you seen people trying to push your boundaries? And then try to make it seem like something was wrong with you. Have you guys ever experienced that? Can I come yes. visit you? No. <laughs> you don't want no company? Sure, I'd like to see you. What you want to do? I was going to come see you. No, the hell you wasn't. My son lives here. There's a reason <laughs> why you don't know where I live. Six months down the road, if you still if you still kicking it with me, you might meet him. How about you, Tori? I don't have any children, so that's not a thing for me. But in past relationships, well, my most recent relationship, um, he used to have an issue. I'm, I can be a bit of a firecracker, okay? And that's really? probably what attracted him. No, oh, sure. <laughs> that's, that's what attracted him to me to begin with. And I guess once he, I was the girlfriend, once we got that label, it became too much for him. I'm a, mind you, I'm a chef, okay? So I work with a lot of men all the time in the kitchen. So it's, oh, you're too nice to men. You too this, you too that. I'm too that for you. The next person will think I'm just enough. Now, my issue is my clear boundary is do not try to change me, okay? I need to flourish. And if I feel like you're trying to put me under your thumb, I get really weird and I get standoffish and I'm not myself anymore. And when I get uncomfortable, I get weird and I start lashing out. So I need you to let me ride around and get it and mind my business. I will never do anything crazy. You can trust me. I'm not the cheating type, none of that. But let me mind my own little happy business and frolic if that's what I want to do. You know, I can't have you. Would you say that's a boundary or would you say that's a standard? Um, It turned into a boundary. It turned into a boundary once someone brought it to my attention that I should change because that's what they wanted. Before it was a standard. Because I never, I never had that issue before. But when someone actually verbalized it, that is now a boundary. I am not having a discussion with you about me changing anything about my personality. Unless it's a negative thing, I understand. I'm all about working on myself as well. However, if it's almost like when you meet a stripper and you marry her and now you wanted to stop dancing. You knew I was dancing. Where did that come from? 
I'm just saying it just it's showing how like it's a, I'm just giving you an example of how people will meet you where you are and then they as soon as you get that label they want to change you. I don't like that. Because now I gotta I'm turning into something you're trying to create. You're creating a perfect person. And clearly if I wasn't that person before, I'm not perfect for you. What I don't like is when you set boundaries. If this is my boundary and this is where, you know, my boundary or my standard, I'm telling you so that you don't have to waste your time, you know, mm-hmm. if this is what you're not going to accept, you know, or, you know, so that you know what to do, go, you know, how to, how things are going to go going forward. So why, mm-hmm. why are you coming at me? Like, well, why you do this? Why, why, why can't we do that? Or why can't we do this? This don't make no sense. Like, I don't like stuff like that. You know, I don't like when someone try to challenge, you know, I feel like you're disrespecting me at that point. If I say this is my boundary or this is my standard, if you don't like it, you don't like it, move on. But don't sit there and try to, I can see if you were asking because you're, you know, really want to understand or want to know, but then to, to, to challenge my boundary or my standard because you don't like it, because you mm-hmm. want me to move it for you. I don't like that. I think that's disrespectful. It's like, that's a whole bunch of there's more it seems like there's more men a woman in the world than men go find another one that will allow you that that has different i don't want to say lower standards because i don't (laughs) want anyone thinking you know but have different set of standards and boundaries that will meet the needs that you have you know right 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 and that's why i've learned in relationships i do not explain myself if i said it once that's what i meant i'm not explaining anything to you i said no and we're done you don't like it, move along. Exactly. No, that I'm so serious because I'm not. First of all, I used to That's explain a lot. You know, I used to have to explain I'm myself like to people myself. a lot. Yeah, I definitely don't like repeat myself. So when I say it the first time, you gonna hear it. Trust that. And secondly, uh, I just don't have to. Exactly. You you hurt me, okay? And it's like you said, it's rude and it's disrespectful because if I did the same thing to you, most likely you're gonna be resistant as well. So don't do nothing to me that you wouldn't want done to you. Thank you. Because right. I will flip the script on you real fast. Real <laughs> fast, honey. Like one day, this is a weird example, but my ex-boyfriend, like when we first got together, he goes, why won't you submit to me? And I said, honey, who house we in? We in my house. <laughs> okay? I, I went down this long list of things, and I was really calm about it because I didn't want to seem rude. I just wanted him to realize his reality and feel stupid. Because I literally said, what do you have or what could you provide for me that I don't already have myself and can I get? And in this moment, I'm the one that owns my house. I'm in my house. You're in. You with your mama. Why am I submitting to you? you that, brings me to me. A, that brings me to a question. Because th- this is something similar to what we had with the other lady that was on. Um, Stubbs. Yes. So can a woman, because I have, I have my thoughts about submission too, right? So mm-hmm. for me, I feel like, you know, you know, I, I, I am a Christian. I'm a, I'm a Christian believer. I, I, I believe in, I, well, I believe in Christ. Let me put it that way. And so I believe that Christ doesn't force us to submit to his, submit to him. He loves us into submission. And so when he tells husbands, and I say husbands, not boyfriends, mm-hmm. not the man I'm dating, but <laughs> husbands, you know, when he tells wives to submit to your husbands, he's also telling husbands, to love your wife as Christ Enough. loved the church. And so mm-hmm. he's saying that he loved the church into submission. So a lot of men will say, oh, you know, this person, 
Are you loving her into submission? Not only that, are you that person that you, she can trust to lead? Because a woman, to me, a woman will easily allow a man to lead. Mm-hmm. Yep. If yep. she can trust his leadership. If yep. your woman is not allowing you to lead, then that means she is not trusting your leadership. And you right. need to ask yourself, why is she not trusting your leadership? If she, And then she needs to ask herself, if she doesn't trust you to lead, why is she even in that relationship? Because I'm not going to be in a relationship that I can, with someone that I can't trust to lead. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Because honestly, as a woman, I'm, I'm I'm ready for you to take the lead. Like, because I got a lot of other stuff going on. Thanks. <laughs> you know? But my question I want to ask is, for a woman that, because I hear a lot of that from women that have, um, that have their own. Is it more difficult? Do you find it can can it be more difficult for a woman who's very independent and have her own thing to submit? And I say that loosely because I just feel like you cannot, you know, I'm I'm going to submit to my husband, not a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, is it is it more difficult for her to submit to someone? When she's the one who's the quote, you know, the breadwinner, who he's, you know, they're in her house. They're like you said, your house. You know, you're you have all these other things going on. Is it difficult to submit to someone like that? Well, I'll take it from what you said. Um, in order to submit, you have to create a lovely path for me to follow. Okay, I'm down for submission. You know, like you said, I get tired of doing everything all the time. Please take this from me so I can focus on other areas. Let me be soft. Okay. But um, I do want to say that there are different areas of submission. And I think a lot of times people get hung up on the actual word and its definition. We should be interchangeably submitting to each other. Now, if I make more money than you, that's fine. I'm not even concerned. I'm not going to. I knew that going into it. Okay. I knew this. But at that point, I need you to just not act like you the man of the house. You're not giving me that. I'm not going to disrespect you. But don't sit there and be like, oh, you're going to cook dinner? You're going to do this? Help me. You know what I mean? Be a partner. Don't make me feel like I am your servant. You know, I would love to submit to a man. Just I just need to feel comfortable enough that you can handle this stuff the way I would handle it or better. You know, I need to make sure I am secure because I've been I've been on my own for since I was 17. So it's been a lot of me figuring out things that I need and, you know, what makes me comfortable. But you need to be able to to see that as well and provide that area for me. And I even if it comes down to peace, I would love to be your peace. And that is my way of submitting to you. You know what I mean? Or like you come over to me, give me, get a hug or something because you need to, men go through stuff too. You know, like we all got to play our roles accordingly. I just think that we all need to do it together and not feel like one gender is supposed to be over the other. We could all work together and be in love. We just got to be a team about it. That's it. That's right. Yes. Yeah, you're right. And it does say submit yourselves one to another. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, like, like, I've always had my own shit. I never found it difficult to like let a man lead. It's just you gotta have the right attitude, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I can say in my in my my um, well, I've only been married once, and although we had different, you know, difficulties, I could trust um, my ex husband's leadership. We're good friends now. We we joke all the time. But um, I could trust his, when we were married, I trusted his leadership. So it was easy for me to submit to that. It was easy for, I know people who cannot have the same accounts. It was easy for me to put my, um, 
you know, our money together and things like that. I trusted his leadership on very, on, on, on a lot of different things. Um, he's not, we didn't have any children together, but I trusted his leadership when it came to um, raising my, helping me to raise, we raising our, my son together, our son together, you know, um, my son calls him daddy, you know, but I mean, and I'm not saying he was perfect because there's some mistake that was made. <laughs> he wasn't <laughs> perfect, but I was able to trust that leadership. And I think, you know, I, I, I get so tired of, especially, you know, when it comes to, um, relationships of color, you always hear black women say, oh, black women just don't know how to submit. They don't know how to let a man be mm-hmm. lead. It's like, no, it's not that, sweetie. You got an attitude problem. Oh, right? yeah, it's like, well, because a, a whole there's a whole lot of men from different races don't see that. See that it's that Dang. we have no problem submitting if you are or leading or submitting to your leadership. Let me put it that way. If you're if we can trust your leadership, like you said earlier, Tori, wh- where am I following you to? <laughs> if you're leading, following <laughs> you to. You know what I'm saying? What what you know? I heard someone say when you give a woman anything, she multiply it. You give her seed, you know, she makes it, you know, you give her groceries, she makes a dinner. A man gives her seed, she makes a baby. You know what I mean? So that's the thing. So I'm your, I, I'm here, whatever you, what are you giving me to follow? What are you giving me to make? I'm, I, I, you know, I'm, if I'm your helpmate, what am I helping you with? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, come on, what am I, I, I don't want to sit here and just twiddle my thumbs. If I'm a helpmate, what, what are we going to be doing together? What can we how are we going to uh, empower? How are we going to build our empire? You know, I want to know what am I following? You know, mm-hmm. I can say one thing with my ex. He he was definitely, you know, I love. He didn't. I, I was the one that was pursuing my degree and got my degree. He did. He just had his high school diploma. But this man was working his butt off. <laughs> he was mm-hmm. working with. So he was showing me commitment. He was showing me how to. Um, per, he was showing me perseverance and determination, and eventually he decided to go back and get his degree. So, I mean, you know, I it's just, I, don't know, I just feel like men, you know, those men that say black women don't know how to submit to leadership. No, we have just been placed in the position where we had to be the leaders for a long time. We're ready yep. to hand it over. Just show us what we're handing over. Why are we going to like show us what are we're leading? Who, who is leading, you know, be that person that we want to follow. Cause I want to be able to be like, take it all, baby. You got it. <laughs> yes. And I, I'm in a situation like that right now, because again, like I said, I've been very independent almost all my life and I'm seeing a man right now who, who really wants to do all this for me, but I find it very hard to kind of let him do it only because I'm not used to it. Right. And you have to, I feel like there needs to be a transition between having to always be so hard to being soft. Like there has to be a a transition because I don't know how to deal with it. You know, like I'm always like, no, I got this. I'll do this. I'll do this. And he's like, why don't, why don't you ever let me do anything for you? Cause I'm used to doing it myself, you know, and I'm, I'm not used to anyone asking or helping me. So I'm just not, I'm not used to it. And I like it. It's cause it's true. It's like in my brain. Yeah, like I had to really think about it today. He was really being super nice to me and like being really genuine. And I'm like, why am I being so mean to this man when he really 
likes me and he really wants to start something. And I'm just being over here being like, oh, a brick wall. You know, it, it's just hard to make that transition, though, because I, I told him and I keep saying it to him. I don't know. I've been bamboozled too many times and it's hard for me to put down that wall just for foolishness. So I need mm -hmm. to know that you worth my time before I put that wall down. Exactly. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that because some men need to hear that a lot of women also like we want to. There are women like you that want to, that just have, you know, but experiences make it difficult, you know, yeah. to be able to bring down that wall to do that. But like you said, but then at the same time, I'm glad you said that is because they hear they, they, these men who, if there are men, you know, when the men are listening, they hear that there's a woman out there that recognizes, okay, I need to let down the reins a little bit so that I can allow this man to be a man. You know, allow mm -hmm. this man to do his his do his part, but so they won't look at us like we're all ball busters. So we're not. <laughs> we're just, you know. But you know, I had to learn. But see, with me, when I moved down here, it wasn't so much as you know, oh, um, I, 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 I'm just not going. I could do it all my own type thing. It was more of I was coming out of the city. And, you know, be born and raised in the city, always having to look over it, like it just having certain mentality. So when I moved down here to um, in the Atlanta area, I was coming home from grocery shopping. This is I had I had just moved into my place. I think I was in my first week, my first weekend in my place. And I went and got some groceries. And I I'm one of those people. I don't like to take a bunch of trips back and forth. So I'm trying to get all the grocery bags at one time. <laughs> I get that from my son, honestly, because before it didn't bother me. But then when my son, like when um when I was uh when I had purchased my house in Baltimore and he would go help me with the groceries, he would take everything at one time and it and then all of a sudden I it just it just stuck with me. So anyway, I try to take all my groceries in at one time, right? And this guy was being out, he wasn't trying to hit on me, nothing. And he was just like, you need help? I'm like, no, I got it. And I, I mean, knowing I need help, but it was like, no, I got it. And it wasn't so much as, oh, um, I'm a woman, I can handle this. It was more of, uh, oh, I'm superwoman, I, I, I can take care. It was more of like, it was a fear of, I don't want this person in my, whether it was a man or a woman, I still would have said the same thing. I don't want this person no, you know, in my space or I don't want this person here. It just scared me a little bit. You know, yeah. so for me it was more scared. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a single woman down here. I don't know anybody. I don't have any family down here. I'm not about to have somebody up in my place. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care if he grabs and take my groceries or not. So it was just that that mindset that I had of just not trusting people from being in a city. But I'm glad. I, I like I said earlier. I'm just glad you said that about how you you're willing to. Um, let go of the reins a little bit. You know what I mean? That you're willing to learn. So that was pretty good. That was pretty cool. Yeah. You have to be because at the end of the day, by being so resistant or trying to always be so big and independent, you're going to impede on your own happiness. And that's something I decided I wasn't going to do. Um, I deserve to be happy. And, that, you know, that's I deserve good things because I put good things out in the in the world. So I have to allow people to soften me up a little bit. You know what I mean? I have to allow it because at the end of the day, I could just be miserable. Right. So Mark, 
Okay, so have you ever experienced being with a woman that was as independent as Tori and, you know, had it like, was able to do this, I can do this, I can do that. Have you ever experienced that with the woman before? And then if you have, have you been able to soften her up a little bit, sort of speak, so she can accept you doing the gentleman things that you do? Um... <laughs> uh oh. I know, right? <laughs> In my twenties, I don't know. Um my ex fiance was was fabulous. You know what I mean? Um she had two jobs, she was going to buoy. Um so you know what little bit of time she had, you know, we, we made the best of it. You know, it's, it's it's like my ex used to say, date night. You get it in when you can get it in. Um, and and just because you're a couple don't mean you still can't have date night. My parents are 75, 76 years old. Guess what? They still have date night every Friday, <laughs> every Saturday. They about as cute as a button. They make me sometimes. But, you know... 75, 76, they've known each other 73, 74 years. They've been together 50, they've been married 53 years, been dating for 55, 56 years. So um, they've been all over the world. My dad's retired Navy 23 years. Um, I mean, they've, they've, they've lived the life. And still live it. Um, they're both retired now, so all they do is relax and travel. Relax and travel. Um, in my thirties, um, I don't know because I was single. Um, for the most part, my twenties, I know of outside of my ex fiance, I know of one. Um, that's that's the woman with the twin daughters. Very independent. Well, you mentioned her about three times already. You might need to give her a call. <laughs> yeah, you might need to give like, her a call. I had to think for a minute, and I was like, "Wait a minute." Um, the girls. So yeah, uh, in my twenties, outside of my ex fiance, I would I would definitely have to say her. Um, having having not one but two kids at the same time. Um, yeah, you have assistance with your family, but you're pretty much doing everything independently. You know what I'm saying? So I had to be, um, I had to grow up a little bit. Um, I had to take her, I had to take everything about her into consideration. Mm. Look, she can't go out whenever you want to go out. She's got not one but two responsibilities. She's got two kids over here that highly depend on her. You know what I mean? Um, so it was like, you know, when, when we started living together, um, you know, if, 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 if we're together, we're together. We don't have to go out. Yeah, it'd be nice to get you out. Because you can't just come and go as you please. 
as far as like going out, going, going, having one-on-one dinner or, or going out for a drink or going, going to a party. You know what I mean? You can't just up and go because. So how did you get her comfortable with like letting go a little bit for, you know, letting go a little bit to trust you, to, to trust you enough to do like the guy things that you do in a relationship? Like how did you soften a, I hate to say that, but soften up. I wouldn't say soften her up. I was just, I was just, I guess, real, honest. Um, put her consistent, maybe. Uh, took took her thoughts, her thoughts and her comments into consideration. Um, I try to be like that with anyone that I'm I'm interested in. Because at the end of the day, it's not just about you. It's it's about the other person. Um, the only thing that I've ever disliked from a woman, and I've only had one ever say this, I can't date you because I know you too well. Is that a bad thing or a good thing? That was probably a commentary on herself. Because I've said that, maybe not those exact words, but it has the same intention behind it. But when I said it to that person, I meant I couldn't date you because if we did, you would turn into one of, I'm a man eater sometimes, right? So I know that I don't want to treat people certain ways. I know it inherently. So I'm like, if we mess with each other, I'll give it like three months and we probably will never speak to each other again. So, you know, it's almost like me giving you the respect of not doing it because I like you too much. (laughs) And I know if we did, it's going that situation will change really fast. Okay. Um the older woman, we didn't last long. And her thing with me was, well, your son's mother knows nothing about me. So I feel as though if we don't work out, you have her to fall back on. Yeah. Okay. Now, I threw that right back in her face. Does your 15-year-old son's father know about me? She was like, no, why? (laughs) I said, exactly. It ain't neither one of their business. We're not talking about marriage. We're not talking about living together. We're not intertwining with each other's kids. So that third party don't need to know shit. You feel me? Um. She was, she was, she was a very interesting woman when, when it came to self-care. Um, I've never been with a woman like her. Granted, I get it. Every woman's different, but this one, literally, I've never been with a woman like her. Like she got up at four o'clock every morning and by four thirty, four four forty-five. She's at the high school track running and she ran five miles three times a week. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, no matter how hot, how cold, raining, snowing. If the roads were clear, she went. She was like, I got rain suits. I got sweatsuits and I got rain suits to go over my sweatsuits. If it's that cold or if it's raining that hard. And I'm like, so you gonna come back in here looking like a wet dog? She was like, yep, I'll probably smell like one too. <laughs> Tuesdays and Thursdays, she got up an hour later and she did aerobics for 
an hour, hour and a half. Like, took very good care of herself. Um, her self care was was magnificent. It was incredible. Like, it's you you can't even explain it. Um, had a had a had a pretty pretty strict diet not 100% but i'd give it a strong 85 90 you know what i mean like i'd be like babe you got any snacks she was like yeah go look in the refrigerator okay there ain't no snacks in there she was like what snacks are you talking about was, junk food she was like if there's any junk food it's something that can go on a shelf and that's in my son's room cuz i don't eat it if I don't eat it, I don't want to see it. So in that case, no, I don't have no junk food. You want junk food? It, there, there's there's fruit, there's vegetables <laughs> in, in, the, in, the, in the refrigerator. I'm like, yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who would have ever thought that would be my junk food nowadays? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm over here chowing down on, on some, some, um, some chips. But I've had the craving of salt for the last three hours. Oh, my gosh. Now that I'm older, and once I got into my, I would say about 40, 42, 42, I've been craving salt. <laughs> I used to crave a lot of sugary stuff. But now it's like all I want is just salty. I don't know. What is that? Because we're about the same age, right? When, when, look, look, that's real rude to ask a man his age. Oh my God. Mark, you're 21, look, you're 21.95 plus tax. I'm 29.95 plus tax. Okay. Anyways, um, when you have cravings for sugar or salt, that's a, that's a, correct me if I'm wrong, but if I'm not mistaken, that's a, that's your first signs of dehydration. Really? If I'm not mistaken, that's your first signs of dehydration. Your body's lacking something, and how you fix that is to drink water. Okay, that's good to know. That's good the to know. Majority of society, more than half the time out of the day, is borderline dehydration. Because Am I drinking water? Water's right here mm -hmm. in front of me. Ain't even cracked. But what am I sipping on because I'm thirsty? Soda. Salt. Sugar. More salt than sugar, probably. But, well, let's see. Sugar. 63 grams. So what, how, how is important, how important is it to you guys to have someone that is practice self-care? How's it very? It's very important yeah. because if you're in it and they're in it, y'all can work together. Like I miss walking. Um, and Leticia, you remember my fat ass was fat as hell. <laughs> oh my gosh, you were not fat. Pounds. I lost 63 pounds in 90 days. Exercising, watching my diet, and doing minor workouts 
eight days a week. Like I literally would walk from North Ave to power plant back to North Ave. Um, what's, what's two, two and a half hours out of my day. If I got the time, why not do it? You know what I mean? So That's that's one thing I miss about um, where I used to live. That's one thing I I like with with being in a downtown area. You can walk anywhere forever. You know what I mean? Um, like if I'm hanging out in Fells Point, I'm walking to Fells Point. If I'm hanging out in, in, in Mount Vernon, I'm walking to wherever I'm going. Um, I love walking. It's it's exercise. It's outside of swimming. It's the best exercise you can do. Still Have you cardio. ever had you done any, any exercise? You know, both of you guys says um, self-care is important to um, with the uh, person that you're with. Have you guys ever like done any what are your thoughts of having like exercise dates with that person first of all as long as we ain't going to the gym i'm with it <laughs> i think a gym when you exercise mark <laughs> date at the gym i had a date at the gym and i loved it i really well, loved it i don't want to do a gym uh, a gym date i it was i really liked it i really liked it I would be yeah, all over it because I love going you to You want to ride bikes. You you want to go hiking. You want to go walking. Hey, I'm with it. Um, you know, if y'all get this app called All Trails, have y'all heard of that app? No, nope. I have not. I love that app because nowhere, no matter where you are, like I used it in Maryland, and when I was living in Baltimore, and I used it down here. But all trails will actually give you a location of different hiking trails or trails that you can go hiking in. And um, I didn't know there was one in Towson that was like beautiful, beautiful. I went out there on a very hot day, but it was, it <laughs> I, but it had a lot of trees. So it had a lot of shade and, oh. um, and it was, it was very beautiful. So y'all should check that out. It's called all A-L-L trails. All trails if you different um and it's a great place to go like uh a great it's a, a great app to use to find hiking so speaking of that what are some great first dates like i'm tired of you know let's go out to eat first dates like i want something different where i'm 44 years old I, yeah i know i'm 45 and i look good <laughs> <Stop lying. laughs> But no, um, 44, like, I, I, what, what are some great first dates? Let's give these men and women some great first dates. No dinner dates, you know, like, no, let's go to dinner, like something. But, and, and I'm not a movie either, because, like, how can you get to know somebody at a movie? Hold that, thought, hold that thought, hold that thought, hold that thought, hold that thought. What's that app again? All Trails. He's so late. I know, right? Hey, you just, just doing that. I just saw him. So because it, it only came, and the only reason why I'm asking about great first dates because I'm thinking, excuse me, hiking is a great date, a great first date because you're walking, you're getting some exercising in, 
you're seeing, you know, you're, you actually, the only entertainment you're getting out there is you and that person. So you guys have to have a conversation with each other. And by the time that trail is over, you have decided whether or not, yeah, this is not going to go into a second date or it is going to go into a second date. Um, not, not a lot of guys would say this, but go on a picnic. Oh, I love picnics. You know, I ain't been on a picnic since 1994. Take your statement. I'm serious. I have gone. Okay, listen. That <laughs> I have actually. If I have, a, I don't remember. But it, you got to take yourself. There's a um park not too far from where I live. It's a small park, and I will go um go get my little Starbucks matcha green frappuccino grande, and then <laughs> and I'll get like a little cake or whatever. It's not a whole picnic and I'll get a couple of books and my blanket and I'll sit out there and I just enjoy it. I just enjoy it. I have been on two, my, one of my, I did, I have been on a first date that was a picnic. I've been on two first dates that were a picnic and it was pretty good. I really enjoyed it. And see, I'm more of a museum person or like something we can do like a class together, something creative, maybe like a sip and paint. Um, just because I like to get out and see how you interact in the world. You know, that's okay. how I know if I want to deal with you and see how you interact with the people around you and see where your culture is at, you know, where your mind is when you see these things. I like to mess with a person who has some sense of culture. Like, you know, you like art, you like things that are much deeper than mumble rap and stupid shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a man with good sense. Like yes. somewhere fun. Let's do let's do something where we can learn something together. Maybe like a cooking class or something. Something where we we have to work together to make something work. And let's see how well we collaborate and what we can come up with. That's fun. See, I would mm -hmm. probably do that as a second because I'm that type of person where I love intelligence. They call it sapiosexual. Is it is isn't that what they call it? Yep. I, I love I love I'm the person that like the nerd. Like <laughs> I am. And so I, I love intelligent conversation. I love great conversation. So I'm that person where I want to go somewhere where we can have a conversation. And once mm -hmm. I have, and I feel like I can have a great conversation with you, then that second date will probably be somewhere like um, a museum class. I do like the idea of a class where you're a sip of, like you're doing something together, creating something mm -hmm. together. Yeah. You have you guys ever been to an escape room? I have. <laughs> okay, I've never been. So tell me what that's like. You basically looking around the uh, the room for clues in order to get you out of the room. So that's kind of cool. It's like a whole everybody a group. It's a group thing. I wouldn't do it with one person maybe because I like all the brains together to get me out this room. But it's basically looking around like I spy basically. <laughs> but it's a cool thing to go. But an even cooler or a different idea. You ever go to a rage room? A, um, a rage oh uh, so rage room where well my son's ex-girlfriend um i think she was it yeah she paid for him to go to a rage room she um so it's like this room where you can you just like mm, trash you stuff. <laughs> yeah you just yeah. you have a bat you have a golf whatever it is and you just break whatever you want Oh no, I'm good. Why? Why will you do that? Cause then I'm gonna mess around, and get mad. 
<laughs> what you gonna get mad about? Is know, that it's rage. it's rage. I know, but you just get it all out. Like you go in there and have like, fun to just destroy whatever. I might so have you want to go there. You want to go. The purpose is to get it out. So, all right. The purpose of the rage room is to get it out. So you're going to go there instead of getting it out. You're going to go there and get mad. That <laughs> tension, <laughs> basically, looking all crazy. Right. Come back out. Uh I mean, I guess you got a point. I had a date at a gun range. I had a date. My I had a first date at a gun range. Oh, see, nah, 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 nah. Mm -mm. Kill that. I, but that was my first time at the gun range, and let me tell you, at first I was scared, like just like I was nervous. But when I, when man, when I, when I, when I went on ahead and um, um, what do you, when I shot the first time, it felt so good. I'm not gonna lie. So I was just like, you know what? I don't think I need to get a gun because I might be like, <laughs> <laughs> might enjoy it a little bit too much. Yeah, shooting people for no reason. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I'm telling you. Who the now, hell are you son, looking at? <laughs> my son is um 25, and he's he he knows how to have good first dates. He took his um one girl on a first date to the Baltimore um to the uh uh one of the Orioles games, and that's definitely somewhere we can because it's just baseball. You know, it's like you go this too much. That could be a long one out game. Right, it's definitely time to have a conversation then. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, I've always wanted to go on a date, and this is my fault because I'm the one that picks the date, but it'll be really cool to go to like a spoken word or like something where you can have a little bit of competition, like a, a arcade. I love video games, so you can always find me at an arcade doing something crazy. But I think that being doing something competitive with a person shows how they'll react to winning or losing anything mm. in your relationship right now i know i'm always planting little seeds with people just to see what's going to happen and i i would never ever continue dating someone who on that first date if he lost the game to me got petty about it we got to stop because oh, that's see, a, a massive red flag hmm? oh yeah that's crazy it's a massive red flag because you know if you ever succeeded if you made more money than this person if anything you got a promotion and he didn't he's not gonna be very happy for you and mm. even though it's a small thing, it's a very small thing. It's playing a video game, but it shows you so much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it does. It does. It shows you so much. Yeah. You got any more first date ideas, Mark? I, I, I'm not going to say it was a date. It was something to do. But. Um, that's what a date is. And I, an <laughs> idea for a first date would be to to do the the, the paddle boats. Mm. Oh, that's nice. You gotta work together. You gotta communicate. Yep. Cause we out here, how we getting back? Back. You gonna be going in circles. <laughs> in the middle nice. of the harbor. Now, what do you guys um, think of the whole dating? Like, one of the things, my, um, I, I love it. I've heard someone say, dating is gathering data. Yep. What do you think about people who multiple date, like, like date more than one person? Like, they're, like I, I'm a person that I would, for me, if dating is gathering data, before I settle on who I want to date exclusively, I'm going to date different people. 
And I would see guys get upset with that. You're single. You can do that. I was about to say the same thing. I'm 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 seeing one person right now, but I am dating a couple. Shout out to y'all. But like, um, <laughs> I'm done. No, but I'm, I'm done. I'm telling it straight out. I really will. I'm telling it straight out. Look, I'm single. You single. You can do whatever the hell you want. Now, the only thing I think that you really need to do is be very open about who you're sharing your body with. Exactly. Like, you can literally go that's out with anyone. Yeah, you can go out with anyone. You can eat with anyone. That's cool. Your partner, whether it be one exactly. or more, you gotta exactly. have that respect for them. You gotta have that's that respect. That's the only time I get them. married. But you gotta have that respect for yourself. yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's you know, the only time I would get really irritated because I always tell people, um, even if I was, let's say this man I'm seeing primarily was my boyfriend, and he said, Hey, I wanna go screw someone else. And I know that would probably piss off the average woman, right? But if he was man enough to come up and tell me that, was honest enough, I might give the boy a pass, child. But you know what? <laughs> On that same I might, I might, because I love the honesty. I don't like being deceived. If you lied to me, that's you ain't got to do nothing else. I will never speak to you again. But I might give you a pass, but on that same token, I'm getting one too. Oh, so like, <laughs> I don't think you're gonna take that pass then. <laughs> well, you know what? Guess what? If I can't have one, you can't have one. So let's stop talking about it. Right, right. right. So that's the same reason why I asked that boy, "How can you leave me?" Right? If you can't make sense of the thing you're asking for. Right. If you want to do something that's going outside of our situation ship right now and I can't do it. Why, why can't I do it? How do you feel when you think about me doing it? OK, so you don't think I feel the same way about you doing it, but I rectify that as long as you allow me that same privilege. However, if you're not willing to give me that chance when I'm willing to give you one, you clearly don't see us on the equal playing field. So, no, you cannot do that anymore. OK, because I mean, right. we got to be honest. It's just like we're not gonna talk about that on <laughs> Don't the hurt yourself there. We're not, we, we're not gonna talk about that one on the record. Um <laughs> what one on it's, the record? It's, it's, yeah, it's just, right. When we go off the air, remind me. Um <laughs> you know how just, my brain is, you know I'm gonna like forget I was involved with a woman. <laughs> I'm not going to say which one. I'm not going to say the last one, the one 10 years ago, the one 20 years ago. Or the one with the twins. I was in a relationship with a woman and she was like, you know, we, 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 we had conversations. We had discussions regarding Menace Etoise. Um, She was like, you do what you do, but I ain't doing nothing to her. If she wants to do something to me, that's fine. I'm cool, but I don't expect me to do anything to her. Boring. We just we discussed <laughs> it a couple times, and you know we went out of town once. Well, more than once, but this one time we went out of town. We went to the strip club for the sole purpose of getting a stripper. Hey, what happens down here stays down here. Did we do it? Nope. Because it was always a thought in the back of my head. What if she wants to turn around and do one with another mm-hmm. man? Um, I might have a problem with that. <laughs> See, it's the catch twenty-two. If we just if we just chilling and we have a menage a twice, it is what it is. 
you're not my woman. So let's just say that was a learning experience and the next relationship or the next two or five or however many I had. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even care if we just dating. I don't care if we just hanging out. We not having no menage Because one day I might catch feelings for you. And mm-hmm. this woman, I call, I stopped dealing with her because I started, I started seeing that I was catching feelings. And I was like, oh no, I got to nip this in the butt real quick. Like, wait, wow. wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm confused. So the woman you was catching feelings with wasn't your original, the woman that you were with. It was the one that you was. This, this, this was, this was just a homegirl. Oh. Then <laughs> we had benefits. And someone was like, this at whatever the third. And I was like, if you follow my lead, I can make that happen. And that one time turned into like a half a dozen times with that individual, with a couple different other people. And after about six months, I noticed I was starting to catch feelings because I was starting to get hurt by different things she would do or different things she would say. So I had to have a conversation with someone and they were like, you getting ready to get plugged. And I said, no, the hell I'm not. Mm -hmm. I got to to stop this now. And we had a conversation and we called it quits. And I think I've seen her one time and I don't even know if it was her. She don't even, (laughs) if it was her, I don't even know if she knew it was me because I never had a, a, a full beard, let alone a long beard. And I ran into her in a Ronald Mills mall uh, right before COVID. I had seen her and I started thinking about this woman. I was like, this really looks like so-and-so. And I guess the more she heard my voice, she started thinking about me because she turned around and looked dead at me. And I and I could feel her looking at me. So I glanced at her and I was like, yep, that is her. And I was like, should I do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? Nope. I'm going to leave that alone. Because I don't know who the dude was she's with. And I don't know who the dude that was with the dude that she was with. I don't know. <laughs> might have been brothers. Might have been friends. I don't know. And I don't care. I mean, that was, sheesh, that's, let's see, 19, so that was 16, 16 years later, you know what I'm saying? So, so you were talking about catching feelings, right? Mm -hmm. So, Tori, Mark, I have this question. Who do you think, you know, uh, is the most emotional can be more emotional women or men and i say this because men say it's women but i think women is just more expressive not necessarily more emotional women are more (laughs) expressive with feelings because they're not raised to hide feelings men are raised to be hard be strong hide your feelings you're not a man if, if you cry look 
love. And it's okay to be not okay. If you got to cry, damn it, cry. It might make you feel better. I'm just saying. Um, I mean, look, when you hurt, you hurt. And and we've all been hurt at least once or twice. And when it comes to love, love hurts. I don't care how you sugarcoat it. I don't care if you're a man. I don't care if you're a woman. I don't care. Love hurts. But love makes you do a lot of good things, but a handful of bad things, too. Um, and, it, and it ain't got to be this or that with bad, you know. If, if you're supposed to see signs and you're not reading them because you're blinded, you're going to do some dumb things because you didn't see that sign. You know what I mean? Um, I'm very at fault with seeing signs. If I don't care, I see all the signs in the world because I don't care. I can walk out that door and never come back. And I'm good. You know what I mean? Um, See, I'm a little different. Like, and God is working me on this. So I'm that person. I'll see the sign. And I try I try to give him a benefit of a doubt. (laughs) I try to give the benefit (laughs) of the doubt. Like, you know, maybe, you know, and then they'd do something dumb. And God be like, I told you, but you you didn't want to listen. And then I then I'll be like, then I irritated and I'm like, okay, next. <laughs> yep. but, the, exactly. but the good thing is I don't give them a benefit of the doubt for too long. Like, you know how some people they just keep seeing a sign over years go by and you be like, come on, honey. You didn't see this three, five years ago. But for right. me, the first I, I normally would see the sign the first honestly because I can discern things very well um a, 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 a lot of times. I'll see the sign within the first date. Within the yep. first date, I will see the sign. But it's just like, I want to give the, well, maybe give them that down. Well, maybe, you know, it was this. Or maybe it was that. And maybe he thought this. Or maybe, and then by the second or third date, I'm still seeing the sign. And I'm like, you know what, Letitia, just stop it. Just <laughs> yeah, cut it out. <laughs> just stop it. I don't know why we're like that. Why are women like that? Why do we try to just, I don't know. Why do we do that? I think it's because a lot of times, and I hate to say it, but I feel like the majority of women think that we can fix or nurture you to hell to the point where, you know, it it turns into something beneficial for us. Now, while we're doing this nurturing thing, we don't realize that also what we're doing is being very selfish because we are only doing it in hopes that this person turns into someone we want them to be. This is not the person they showed us. This is not the person they told us they want to be. We have created something in our mind that is this idealized version of this person. And that person doesn't exist, okay? But what we're doing is we're going to love them to death. We're going to feed them to death. We're going to clothe them to death. We're going to do all this feminine. We're going to, you know, screw them to death until they turn into this person that we want them to be. And a lot of us need to cut it out. Because we get hurt. (laughs) Because you get hurt. Yep. I call it dating. What you're doing is falling in love and dating potential. Yep. That's all you're doing. And potential doesn't mean that it's going to turn into something that you're hoping. It's still potential. When that you, you're trying to do all this stuff and what you're, I, I'm going to love him. I'm going to 
hold on because he can potentially change. He's but he has great potential. You know what? If he ain't showing it, then <laughs> you know that's the difference between real potential and then somebody actually potential and then somebody actually putting in the effort to show that they are going to do like my ex-husband. No, he didn't have his degree, his his degree when we first met, but he was going later on, he started going to school. He started, I was seeing the things that he was doing, you know, and I think that's where women mess up. Like we see certain things and think, oh, you know, we want to fall in love with the potential. We think he's got the potential, but we don't see the fruit of it. We don't see the fruit of him working hard. We don't see the fruit of him going in a direction that he is trying to go. Like if he, he has the potential to be, let's say a lawyer, but is he in school? Is he, mm -hmm. you know, doing what he got to do to get himself together? You know, more did he apply? Yeah, did he? <laughs> right. It's, no, but he's sitting here playing face, you know, playing on the Xbox all day, which I'm not saying there's anything wrong, but come on, that's not potential if he's just playing that all day, but don't have anything else to do going on with his life, working, going towards something else. And also, you also must think that uh, we, <clears throat> this is a very selfish thing that people do, but we're not a perfect partner for every partner we have okay you're going to act one way for your your ex-boyfriend your new boyfriend your ex-husband you know what i mean you are a different person in each of these relationships and like ty dollar sign said sometimes it's just your turn right and once we admit that and are able to allow these partners to go until we find one that we're more compatible with you just gotta understand it's your turn to be in that person's life it's okay for things to not work out it's okay to love and lose. It's okay to look stupid sometimes as long as you, you know, you don't make that your life. You learn from but, it. You learn from it. Exactly. You just need to know when it's time to move on. It is okay. Like that's life. You know? And if you if the person I've been with ain't making me happy, no, I ain't trying to fix you after five years. You didn't show me you don't want to be that person for me. Why am I wasting my time? I'm 33 years old, sweetheart. I know that I ain't old. But it ain't young. I got right. I don't have the patience. I don't have the patience yeah. to have my time wasted. I think that's how old I was. I was in my 30s when I realized like I am not trying to fix someone. I'm not trying to fix, especially because as a um as a mom, you know what I mean? I, I, I don't have time to try to fix someone when I got my own child. <laughs> I'm not yep. trying to be somebody's mother. You know, and that's why yep. I say, you know, I, I give them the benefit of the doubt. I, and I need to stop that. After the first date, I need to be like, you know what, I'm done. But I'll be trying, <laughs> like, I be try, I'm serious, but I give them to like the second or third, and then it's like, oh God, I can't. Nope, I'm good. Yes. <laughs> I really can't. And Isn't then my Yes, because like I'm at this age now where my what Tori was saying about, you know, trying to fix and all that stuff is not you, you she's done with that. I'm at that age where what she's feeling is magnified. Mm. <laughs> it's right. magnified like you just it's like oh my god my patient because it's like where i'm in my 40s and and a lot of guys and they see where i'm a lot of guys that i'm meeting are either my age and maybe like up to 52 and but then i'm also you know what's strange i'm also meeting a lot of 30 and 20 something year olds mm -hmm. so anyway my, i'm at the point where it's just like i don't have time like I, there are certain things I want in my life and I'm looking for someone who's aligned where I, I I know my purpose. I understand my assignment and I'm looking for a partnership. You know what I mean? I'm not, right. I don't, I don't have time. If, 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 
I, I want us out. You can have your own thing and I have my own thing, but our own things would work together to form a purpose in the earth. You know what I mean? And so yeah. that's what I'm looking for. I don't, I, I don't have time for foolishness. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, there's, you know, life is too short. You know, people say, yeah, just life is just too short. And I don't feel like wasting it, but it's not. Producer, Mr. Producer, we got to get ready to go. Are we good? You got about five minutes. I don't have time to waste my time. Yes, yes. I'm, well, I, yes. If, if, if you think it's without age, so smart, then I'm game. But if you're not, then what are we doing? Right. If we're together and you're questioning me 24 7, if you don't trust me, why the hell are you with me? Exactly. Who got time for that? Yes. If I'm not questioning you, don't question me. If I'm checking in with you, if you don't want to check in with me, that's fine. I get it. But don't tell me stop because that's how I do, because I give you that respect to let you know what I'm doing, who I'm doing it with, and where the hell I'm at doing it. Mm -hmm. um, if you know everything about my finances and I don't know shit about yours, check yourself real quick next time you ask me about my money. I think it's a, 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 a type of manipulation when you want to know everything about somebody, but you dream being secretive about yourself. Exactly. To me, that's manipulation. Like, why? why could, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, that's a red flag to me. Hiding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, honesty is, is the key to everything. Communication is the second key to everything. Everything else just kind of works out and falls into place. Yeah. But the if, thing is, if, even if, if, if you give them that chance, you know, um, Tisha, you're like, you know, after, after the first or second date, I'm like, nah, I'm good. If I call you or I text you twice and I ain't heard from you yet, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not erasing your phone. I'm putting a Z in front of your phone, in front of your <laughs> name, and you're going at the bottom of my of my phone list and my phone. So when you come up, when when you call, oh, now you want to talk? No, I'm good. There's nobody got time for playing no games. Nope. Because uh, people check their wanted, phones all day. Game, if I wanted to play a game, I'd 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 I'd, I'd break out the bones. I'd break out the cards. I break out the, the 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 board game Monopoly. Right. But hell, even play bingo, child. Ain't nobody right. got time for this. Bingo, <laughs> right? Because people four. check that. They be, people be killing me with that. Like you, every day, so everybody is on their phone every day, every day. All day. So All I didn't get, oh, didn't get it till three days. Okay, sorry. Next. You know one game. Me and my ex played a game that blocks game. I don't know why we never played again, but I really had fun playing that game because it's all about it's all about strategy. It's all about strategy, patience and knowing which block to move so you don't collapse the whole building. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Nope. You don't know Can the blocks game? 
No. No, I have no idea. No. Oh, my Mm-mm. goodness. You well, had to send us a minute. link. You got one minute to tell us. <laughs> they got it at, uh, I don't know if they still got it at Sangria Patio Bar or not, but there's a couple bars that have patios. If they have games outside, that's usually one of their games. But I think it's called Blocks. We have to. Um, you, you, you do. You, you know do what? You, you, I'm way, thinking of something way. called. Is it? You sure it's not called Jenga? That's what it I'm thinking of too. Oh my it god, Mark! No, Jenga. you're not. Mark, but I've only you played it one time. Thinking about Jenga and you calling it's, it blocks. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> he said you gotta I mean, build the house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. And look, at Sangria, them, 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 them things are blocks. Oh my gosh! Okay, <laughs> they, they it's a like giant bricks. Jenga. And when mm-hmm. that thing collapses, it's loud. <laughs> he was so serious with it. He was like, "You don't know blocks." <laughs> <laughs> and he said it with his chest. I was trying to figure this out. Like what? <laughs> yep, yeah, he said yeah. it with his chest. Yes, he did. He was he was fully convinced. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to make us feel like something wrong. But Tori, we enjoyed you so much. Thank you so much for for being on the show today. I really had a great time. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Tori. Mm. Yes, sir. In six months, unless you say otherwise, we're going to bring you back so you can talk about your chef and your bacon. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I would love to. I would love to. You know, that's my jam. I want to talk about relationships. Look, you the guest. (laughs) We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> I don't want to talk about work. You know, I do work every day. I'm over it, you know. <laughs> but we can when you're ready. When you're ready. When All you're right. Ready, I'm here for you it. combine it. We can talk about um, cooking dates. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Because ain't nothing, ain't nothing wrong with sharing the kitchen with your partner. Unless you're you on my way. I'm cleaning. You clean, if I'm cooking, you cleaning. Vice versa. We both cooking. Look, go prop your feet up. I got this. I don't mind. Yeah, don't, don't cook with me. Once I get don't started, I don't want to stop. What I need yeah. you to do is just like pour me some shots or some wine, but don't come in the kitchen with me. Stay across the island. Don't come in my space. <laughs> Uh-oh. See, that's a real chef right there. Yeah, I need that's you to stay away. <laughs> like if, if, you, if you're not helping, get out. All right, right, you guys have a good one. Have a good weekend, everybody. Love you guys. Everybody be safe. Happy holidays. (laughs) (laughs) 